So let's talk about how to deal with people in your life who are bringing you down. These are people that I call either difficult or I like the word toxic. So what's the secret with dealing with these types of people? Because these types of people can destroy your life. There's really a spectrum, a spectrum of toxicity of other people in your life. Sometimes you have mildly toxic people who are just more like an annoyance or a frustration, but then it can get so bad on the other end, on the other end of the spectrum that it really gets into abusive territory, just like very dysfunctional territory. And one of the things that's really key to understand about your life is that you are like a sponge. And no matter how personally developed you are, how successful you are, how happy you are, how optimistic you are, if you are living in a negative environment, whether it's a negative physical environment, but here we're talking about negative relationships. If you're living in this kind of negative relationship environment, then this is robbing you of your potential and it's basically making you miserable. And these people, they're dragging you down. A Philippine podcast show dedicated to help you thrive for greatness. Thrive for greatness. This guy is phenomenally passionate about what he does. How freaking amazing she is. So skilled and so qualified and I highly recommend him. Without a doubt, the best funnel builder I've ever come across. Yeah, really, really into the detail and cannot recommend him highly enough. Not only was efficient and fast, but he understood the project. The person who built our entire funnel from beginning to end and has been with us since day one is Jameer. Nothing but up. Nothing the podcast. Nothing the podcast. The podcast. With your host. Jameer and Jameer and Jameer and Jameer. I'm always flexing. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Up the Podcast. And guys, you're tuned in to episode number 17. And you know, I think before we officially start off the show today, um, I mean, my prayer uh, goes out to the entire country. Uh, that is currently going through Typhoon uh, Roly right now. I mean, the Philippines. Uh, take care, everyone. And uh, we were all informed, uh, I mean, way ahead of time about this typhoon, uh, which I heard is the strongest to, to hit our country in a while. Uh, so hopefully you guys are keeping at it, you know, following uh, all the pre precautionary measures uh, given by our government and uh, forced evacs. For some areas are also, I know it's going to be really tough. I mean, you know, with with uh, with the pandemic and the virus still, uh, you know, going on and having to go all in uh, in just one place at an evacuation center might, will be will be a, a challenge uh, for all of us. But, you know, um, we're still going to have to observe social distancing and shit this, despite you know, being in the evacuation center. And I just really couldn't imagine it. So guys, just stay strong, uh, keep at it, and just have just have faith, guys. Uh, we'll go through this. And, uh, you know, moving on, um, I just want to give my shout-outs first to some people that I owe to mention this podcast. Rafi J, uh, shout-out to you, man. Uh, it's been a while since last time I saw you. Um, I appreciate you for subscribing to our YouTube channel and for spreading... Uh, the word around. And uh, if you're someone new um, on our show or on this podcast, and, uh, you know, it's never too late, guys. Subscribe to our uh, channel. That's Funnel Expert PH and our YouTube. And uh, you can also follow us or the podcast, you know, and download and listen uh, all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google's, Google Podcasts, and some other, you know, platforms, avenues where you can stream this. And uh, lastly, I uh, just want to say my shout out to my ever supportive wife and partner, my best friend, uh, Macy. Thank you so much, babe. Appreciate you. And um, just a little update, guys. I mean, for everyone, I, I know that for some of you, uh, you know, I've been getting messages and calls uh, for people that are really dying to get access to the online course I'm, I'm putting up. Um, I'm going to do the video shoot this week and uh, the next week 
onwards. And uh, the course is almost complete. Uh, I'm going to be running some beta testing uh, by the third of the week uh, this month, November. And I'm only opening about 20 slots, uh, you know, for 20 people. And this means that I'm giving 20 free access to my online course, uh, which is absolutely for free, guys. And this course will be sold at a very premium price. So if I choose you, you're damn lucky. Okay, so I'm gonna be picking you, but but I'm gonna I'm going to tell you I'm not just giving this away, just like that. I'm going to be picking uh, who to give the course to, and for sure I'm not going to be sharing this to someone who is a complainer, who is not an action taker, and someone who I know that is toxic. Never going to be a part of it. You will never ever gonna be having the chance. But anyway. Speaking of toxic people, our topic today is about how to deal with, you know, difficult and toxic people, right? Um, I mean, today's guest is really someone I know that is truly an absolute blossom of positive vibes. We have Melanie Hirsch at, uh, today, a psychotherapist uh, turned dating and relationship coach. She's been uh, fitch featured in Oprah Magazine and uh, Psychology uh, Today, right? And she helps her clients up their self-esteem, change their dating game, so they can draw in, uh, you know, with, with mo more well-matched partners um, with more ease. And uh, let's try to get her perspective on that. And maybe let's check how she deals with, you know, negative and toxic people that's that's going to be pretty exciting for all of us but guys if you ask me i only have one rule and one rule only when it comes to dealing with toxic people the fucking negatives in this world you know what i mean i ditch i totally ditch them off i fucking run away now this topic is so personal to me it's because over this past uh say a few months um you know I've, I've 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 dealt with a handful of shit like this and one thing i did that literally changed everything uh, for myself and for my family is that i totally disconnected uh with those type of people and it was perhaps uh i'd say one of the best uh, decisions i've ever made um i disconnected my ties with them um, and I have no regrets of doing so. You see, to become positive, you need to surround yourself with positive people. So you don't have to deal with complainers. I mean, people who always complain about every single thing in this world, right? Nah, that's, that's a no for me. And uh, do you also really need to deal with people that always find the negative in every freaking situation? Hell no, right? I, I run away instantly uh, the moment I sense it. But what if that toxic type is a client? So, I mean, I know that we got uh, a bunch of freelancers uh, tuning into our podcast show and a couple are doing some uh, virtual assistant jobs uh, here and there. And you might be kind of like dealing with this. Or even myself or our guest could be dealing with that too. Uh, let's try and figure that out later. And, uh, you know, so, so for someone like me, I mean, who works full-time online and has to deal with multiple clients every freaking day, how can someone go about dealing with negative or toxic clients? That's, that's the biggest question, right? And some of you might might find this crazy. So, guys, if, if you're tuned in right now, um, that's the topic for today. I'm just going to put that in. Uh, there you go. So drop your comments in. We'll read it through uh, on this uh, episode as we go along. And uh, I know for, for myself, luckily for me, I don't or never had 
to go through that professionally. There, there are maybe some instances um, in the early years when I started working online that I had to endure that situation. Uh, but luckily, or I mean, not luckily, but strategically, I found a way on how not to ever work with a toxic client ever. And that secret is called filtering. Before I take on a job, I filter my clients. And some of you may not be familiar with this, but um, I'm just going to share this uh, short one for you. Uh, what I do is that I run a research first, and most importantly, I have an onboarding uh, process, which I'm going to share with you. You see, I get over 20 to 25 job interview invites uh, daily on Upwork every single freaking day. And before I even respond to them, I run my due diligence. I research the client over, you know, the, the one who invited me, and I'll try to get a good, you know, try to get a good feel about who they are, what they do, right? And engage it based on their posts on, say, social media, their websites, their reviews, even their travel history, believe it or not. I make that as a base point. Um, even their relationship status as well. And dig into to check some of their videos or photos. And when I see that it is definitely someone that I feel, you know, co comfortable in uh, working with, uh, you know, to work for them, in that case, that's when I respond to their invitation. Then I send them a video of myself introducing myself to the client. I tackle the job description. I ask for a call, a video call schedule. That way we get to be on a call. The client will already have a good understanding uh, as to who I am, uh, understanding on how I will handle the job uh, described. After the call, I send out an onboarding process. And this is a set of questions or prerequisites about you know, the project. And trust me, guys, when you follow this strategy I personally formulated, you will never, ever, ever, ever have to deal with toxic clients ever again. That's how I handled it. So anyway, I'm really pumped up, so excited to get our, you know, uh, our guest on today's show. But before that, let's go through our summer comments. We got a comment here from Arvin Lee. Wow. Good, good morning to you, Arvin. Um, here, got another one for him. This topic is super timely for me. Not just you, but for myself. I'm dealing with a lot of, a lot of stuff like this uh, right now. So yeah, I know everybody could relate. Whatever country or region you're in, um, people would certainly um, you know, relate to this. But anyway, guys, uh, you got a question there. Comment below. Um, just tell us how you deal with those type of people, toxic and negative people. Maybe we can also uh, learn something from you guys, uh, from our viewers and listeners right now. And um, right now, let's try and get a quick word uh, from a sponsor. And after that, let's get our stunning guest for today, okay? As they say... Food takes people to places. So during these crazy times, one can take his taste buds on a trip to Western Visayas by trying out one of its specialties. If you've ever been to Negros Occidental you may have already tried its famous comfort food. Can't see. It's a dish made with slow-cooked beef shanks and deep sour broth soup. Bacolod City is particularly famous for Kansi. It's an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. Good news for Cebu Onos. You can now indulge with a bowl or two of Kansi in Cebu. Introducing Coles Kansi. Located in the heart of Cebu. Open to serve you daily to order. Visit and message them on Facebook. Satisfy your craving and relieve that stress away. Coles Kansi. An iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. I'm always flexing. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. This is episode number 17 for Nothing But Up The Podcast. And you know, despite this typhoon that we are all facing, you can see how 
passionate I am, I'm still here running an episode at this very late in the morning. And this is all for you guys, okay? And I'm doing this for you. Much love to all of you that have supported me and our show. Um, to date, we are a little over 10,000 listeners um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts combined. And uh, a little over 2,000 downloads uh, we're hitting uh, based off uh, the first episode down to episode number 14. So again, I appreciate the love, you guys. Thank you so much. And now when it comes to love, now this is pretty interesting passion, and also commitment, I for one believe that our guest today holds those characters in, right? And uh, no kidding, uh, to tell you a little backstory, our guest today came to me, um, I think two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, asking help with uh, her funnel, sales funnel, as uh, the person who was in charge with you know completing that, uh, left her hanging somehow. That, the reason that I really don't know. So I pick up the project, you know, uh, work with her and uh, completed it for her. So today we are still connected amazingly, right? Over those two years. And so one of the few clients that I have on my plate, as always. And um, so um, I realized that we're working together for quite some time now. And for me personally, it's not really about, you know, how phenomenal um, her project, her offers or services uh, that she has, uh, which is the reason why I stuck with her. Although, obviously, I know, I mean, I grew up super fast over this past few years, but it wasn't really all about it. It was all about her character. And that really pulled me in. And she is a, an absolute gem to tell you honestly, one of a kind. And to have her jam with us today in our podcast is such an honor for me. And it should be for all of you because we'll be learning a lot, a lot of things uh, from this episode. So again, guys, we have a psychotherapist turned dating and relationship coach. And as what I mentioned earlier, she has been featured in uh, Oprah Magazine and Psychology Today. And uh, the proud owner of Good At You, um, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Miss Melanie Hirsch. Welcome to the show, Mel. I'm going to bring you in now. Hi. Hey. Hi. Such a nice introduction. So sweet. I, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's all for you. It's all for you, Mel. I mean, you know, being here in our podcast is is such a great great honor and privilege for me hmm. well i i'm i'm delighted that i get to talk with you and you always have such a great energy and uh, <laughs> and i so appreciate it so i just love any chance i get to engage with you yeah it's all about that right positive vibes totally. you know produces positive results so that's why I really, I was really, really meaning to have you. And again, you know, um, I, I know that I've been bugging you for maybe like three, four weeks now. So <laughs> it hasn't been a bother at all. I was busy, but I'm so glad that we can do this now. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Anyway, Mel, um, again, I don't want to hold this off any longer. Maybe let's dive right into it. Okay. Um, so, Mel, tell me, how do you deal with negative or toxic people? Yeah. Such a great question. Right? Um, I, I think, and I loved what you were saying about it. I just have to say about, you know, like you don't have to have those people in your life. And so yeah. for me, it, it's about, um, you know, if mm -hmm. you discover that someone is toxic, uh, like legit toxic, then <laughs> it's about, it's setting a boundary and, and getting out, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, you know, who we surround ourselves with is so important. It, it influences our whole life. And so, you know, if you have family members or you have friends or coworkers or people, you know, that you're engaged with that have a toxic energy, um, I think the first step is, you know, bringing it up and, and sharing what's happening for you and what mm -hmm. you're needing more of. And 
setting a healthy boundary. This is what I need. This is what's okay. This is what's not okay. Like giving them an opportunity to show up potentially. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, and the energy remains toxic, then it's, it's moving them out because I don't think we have time in our lives for talking to people. Correct. And I mean, you, you've been in the, in the coaching niche for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, Does it, ever came across to you when when uh, I mean clients with such negative energy coming in and you had no idea that they do have that negative energy how do you deal with those yeah it's interesting I used to get it a lot when I was a therapist in training and I'd have all these clients show up that I had to take them and just yeah. hawks that you know such a toxic energy where they turn on you and attack you and my job in training was to just hold space and it's challenging you know but it is it sh- it must be yeah yeah that was not and so i you know i have transitioned so i'm no longer working as a therapist and i'm working mm. as a coach and what i love about that is that i have control over who i work with and so mm. if someone comes in and i don't you know i screen just like what you were saying which i love that like you screen who you work with which is <laughs> so important like that's everything you know and um yeah so if if i'm if i you know had a good initial conversation with someone decide to work with them and then Mm. just one of those negative nellies who's everything i'm a victim i'm a victim everything's a victim and they're not willing to take responsibility for anything Mm. i would say listen i don't think we're a good fit to work together. It doesn't seem mm. like we're making the kind of progress that we need to. And I think you would be a better fit for someone else. And they can get mad at me for that, but I have to, this is, you know, they're going to get mad at me anyway. So <laughs> you might as well kick them out and take their anger in that format than, you know, be working with them. Oh, wow. That's pretty, pretty interesting. And with, with what you said, it just came across me right now, just right now. Yeah. I remember I had a, maybe about four years ago with yeah. a client I used to work with that really dragged the shit out of me, man. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I never really had uh, that one, one thing I shared earlier about, you know, um, having some filtering uh, that you do over uh, for clients. I never had that system before uh, until I realized that I needed that, uh, you know, especially at this day and age where, yeah. you know, um, People are really transitioning online, right? Like business is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the demand when it comes to sales funnels and stuff like that um, is higher uh, compared to before. So yeah, going back to that memory, it was really a painful one. Um, yeah. well, you know, it, it, it didn't end up so well for both of us, you know, both oh. alpha males, you know, going at each other. And, you know, trying to belittle Filipinos like myself, that I really don't tolerate. And uh, that was something really serious. But, you know, guess what? Two months after that incident, uh, the client came back to me, apologized, and I was really surprised. Wow. And then he offered another job. And Did you take it? (laughs) And how did it go? It actually went well. It went well. It was a live event uh, that was hosted in Dubai, uh, a Middle East client I had. So at first, it, you know, to be fair, it, it went well at the start. That's great. And then we, it just came across, you know, some, some issues with, you know, getting back and forth with ideas on how to optimize the funnel, which is, again, always the key to every funnel success and then uh, it also came to the point with uh, you know the workload i'm having delays in delivering which some part of it may be coming from me that i admit um because i didn't um I, I didn't anticipate to be having that much of revisions uh going over and it was a total re revision in, in that sense yeah. um but it, he was man enough to to admit that's and who am I not to forgive, right? So, yeah, that's a big deal. I think when someone can take 
personal responsibility for how they acted and be able to say, I'm sorry. And I'm going to, I, I could have handled it this way. I'm going to do it differently. Like to be able to own up to that is so big. And that speaks to, you know, growth within him. So I think it's great. You gave him another chance. Well, it, well, I was really surprised, uh, Mel, to be honest with you. And knowing him as a real alpha male, mm. I was blown when he, when he went over and uh, contacted me. Um, wow. He didn't chat me or whatever, or emailed me. He just mm. literally called me on WhatsApp. And was caught off guard because I didn't know the number. And it was like, this could be another client inquiring. So yeah. I took the, the call in. And, and there's a toxic person. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what would I do? So, yeah, but I mean, it, it went well. So, um, but I don't consider him as toxic, to be honest with you. It's just that there were uh, situations within the campaign which was uh, uncontrollable at that, at that time. Uh, but we patched things up, which was great. But enough about me. I want to know more about you. And, you know, I, I was really meaning to caught you off guard, but I don't think I can do that. So I'm interested to know this, Mel, because I, yeah. I mean, I did some digging uh, with you. I, I know you love music and you had an album back, you know, back in the days. And at a very young age during that time, I, I sense that you were so passionate about songs, songwriting, yeah. and making music. How did you start with that? I got starting. I mean, I, I started playing guitar and singing when I was an angsty teenager who just needed wow. an outlet to express, you know, how I hated my parents at the moment or whatever was coming out. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then in college, I started playing more and uh, I had an an advisor uh, mm. in college who I was trying to pick what my major was going to mm. be. It was between two things. And so she said, tell me about what do you, what do you like about this one, you know, this one thing. And I, and I mm. told her all the things. And then she said, okay, so what do you like about music? Cause that was the thing I was like, should I focus on music? And uh, so as soon as I started talking about music, it was, I was maybe 15 seconds in. She mm. said, stop, you have to do music. I don't, and I'm like, what do you mean? And she just said, the way that you're talking about it, like the, the ah. passion that you have, like hands down, this is the place to go. So from then on, I just fully committed myself to music and writing. And I ended up meeting someone who took me on tour with them. This was before oh, self, wow. this was before cell phones had the video, you know, like where you could. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> This is like back in the flip phone days, but um, yeah. So I was on the road and playing music and recorded an album, and that was my focus. Loved it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was so well, you know what? I appreciate you for sharing that. Are you originally from California or no? I am. I grew up in Los Angeles. Nice. You're yeah. pretty much exposed with you know the celebrity lifestyle there, and I know guys from California are you know the state alone has produced so many artists over this, you know, past few decades. There's so many musicians. I went to a high school. It was, a, you know, very artsy, you know, a lot mm. of famous people's children. And like mm. and the focus was just really on, you know, what do you love, pursuing what you love. And so that kind of yeah. put into that realm. Perfect. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> I never had that opportunity to ask you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that you were looking at it. Yeah, it's funny. That stuff still shows up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if I was peaked, I mean, my interest was peaked over that because I myself, I, I grew up, you know, I don't make music. I really yeah. love music. Yeah. I can adapt to all sorts of genre you could throw at me. Anything that you can name, I'm yeah. up for it. Um, um, when, when I was growing up, I was also doing some, you know, uh, remixing music, uh, DJs, DJing uh, on the side, and uh, my passion. So when I when I heard that you were once a songwriter, I didn't know that you're still playing, and I was really blown by how you started. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I love that you've got music in your blood, too. <laughs> anyway, from making music, Mel, to yeah. becoming a relationship, uh, you know, or dating coach, how was the transition like? I mean, that's 
it might have been a big jump, right? From from a young age doing music, making music, and yeah. to getting in this profession you're in right now. It was kind of brutal. Uh, it was it was pretty brutal for me. I um I mm. music my whole world and and my whole community were these songwriters that were just traveling around and mm. and so I was a part of this community and I felt so close with all these people. So when I decided to walk away from music, mm. it was painful. I felt like I was losing a community, losing an identity. Like I saw mm -hmm. myself, Melanie, the songwriter, like who am I without that? And, um, but I just found that as the more that I put this focus on music for, to be my career, mm. I felt not as creative because I felt this pressure, like I've got to keep writing songs and I've got to mm. put things out because this is how I'm making money. And so I mm. wasn't able to just write because I was inspired. It felt mm -hmm. forced. So at some point I just, uh, I needed to walk away and I didn't know what to do afterwards. I didn't know who I was. Like, what is, what am I here to do in the world if it's not music? And, and you were how young during that stage, Mel? I was, I mean, I feel like I was kind of older for people that were, um, let's see, I went back to, um, I went, I decided to go to grad school when I was, 30 or 31 mm -hmm. uh, and that's when i yeah it took me a while to figure out like what do i want to do so 30 31 i decided to go to grad school get my master's degree and become a therapist mm -hmm. uh, and so because i was always i love talking with people and um, i was so interested in personal growth and development and so it seemed like a natural okay let me go this direction mm -hmm. and, yeah, so that was the transition. And you know, it's it became less painful to leave music. Now it, it doesn't feel painful at all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Interesting, interesting story there. Now, if you try to look back, I mean, what was the most if we're talking about pain, right? Yeah. Um, what was the most unforgettable and maybe your uh the the painful experience you ever had that led you to becoming who you are right now? Yeah. That's such a good, I love that. Let's just go in deep, Jameer. Yeah, I love it. This is, what is your deepest pain? Yeah, I love that. Um, I, you know, I think life is full of so many, there's so many little things that happen that are just that shape us and change us and are painful. Mm -hmm. But when I think of the one that stands out for me, which is, it doesn't seem like this would be a life-changing event, but it was, which was, uh, it was right as I was ending grad school and I mm. met this man on online dating and mm. had this, this chemistry and this connection. And I had just, I had graduated from uh, my master's degree program. And that same day when I finished my last final, I mm. hopped on a plane to Bali for three weeks to have a journey. And I spent my whole time in Bali. Instead of enjoying the culture, I was at internet cafes writing with this guy. I was like obsessed with this guy and keeping our connection going. And so I spent my whole time out there engaging with him, came back to the States and saw him. And after that one date, he disappeared. And I, I was devastated. I was crushed. And I, he was while I was in Bali and I was talking with him, he was uh, getting this commercial. He was an actor and he got a commercial mm -hmm. on a, some jewelry commercial where he was like proposing to a woman. Anyway, so he disappeared, but I saw him on commercials for the TV shows that I love for years. Like, I'm like, there's the guy that I got heartbroken by, like proposing, oh proposing on a commercial, like kissing. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, so... But it was interesting because that experience, like it crushed me on a level that I, I didn't realize like how crushed I could get from a person walking mm -hmm. away. And it made me realize like I have a real love addiction. Like I am not whole within myself. I'm looking, I'm making other, you know, people, men specifically, the source of my well-being. And mm -hmm. so it was at that time that I, I sought out a spiritual counselor, a woman who just dropped in with me and helped me really look at like what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And that was a game changer for me. And that really changed my direction and how I, you know, work with people and who I am. So I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that that experience happened because it, it's like I needed to be gutted 
to yeah. really, uh, be able to serve people fully. Yeah. Yeah, and it served you well. So um, <laughs> it turned out to be a good or a positive uh, thing. Uh, it did. But man, I, I just, dude, if I were in Bali, yeah. why would I go in a computer shop and not enjoy the place? I mean, Bali is amazing. <laughs> I know it was like the most ridiculous thing. I mean, I would, you know, go on little excursions and do things, but like my main focus was how do I get to the computer shop so I can, yeah, I was like, I was obsessed. And that was, I mean, mm. I, you know, life needed to kind of just slap me, yeah. toss me down. So Girl, come on. Like, <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> yeah. You're wasting your time here. Yeah. God, so. that's a, I, it is a funny story, but it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Um, cause I know for a fact, some people could probably relate to what you've been through. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I love that heartbreak that kind of ends up yeah. in you. And in, in most instances, um, it's really true. Yeah. Um, especially with, with, uh, I could probably relate to that. I, I'm, I may look strong and motivated and shit. But I'm a pretty emotional guy too, and most of the time, yeah, uh, that really conquers my judgments and decisions sometimes mm -hmm. in life. But as I matured in uh, matured well in life, um, I was able to balance it. Luckily, yeah. So yeah. finding that balance um, yeah. for most people, they are probably facing that same situation right now, and uh, that could be a, a good takeaway for for this podcast for everybody is that. Not all heartbreaks could crush you, you know, or could crush your entire life. Yeah, I mean, I think that anything that's crushing us, like in the moment, like if something is has us on our knees and mm. is devastating, there's a huge gift in there. You know, I think that every challenging moment provides such a huge gift. And that's kind of the place that I come from with my clients. And when I'm doing this work, it's like, we could take that victim stance, which the toxic people do, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, oh, this happened to me, and I'm just such a victim, and let me just throw that all on you. Or we can just say, okay, what can I learn from this experience? What can I gain from this? Exactly. Better myself exactly. from this experience. Try to get a positive out of it, right? Yeah. Instead of complaining or throwing the blame to other people and yeah. stuff like that, and which is really true. And God, Mel, that I don't know. It, it it really sounded so personal. And I really appreciate you for sharing that. Even myself, I'm blown by that story, uh, to be honest with you. But Mel, with, with all the with all the shit that you've been through, right? With, with that heartache, and it could be possibly even more uh than that. Yeah. Uh, that could be somehow very personal uh to you. But out of those experiences and you know, taking you to where you are, you are at the moment. Um, what do you consider would be your biggest breakthrough? Um, you know, at the moment. Yeah, there's so, there's so many. I feel like they're there all the time. Um, there's always a new breakthrough. But I mean, if I had to say just like a like an an outlook breakthrough, like something, I don't yeah. think this was like a, a, a one particular experience. But I think for me. One of my biggest breakthroughs was just really getting how much power I have over how I feel in life. Like I think that walking through life, it's so easy to just feel like things are happening to us. You know, mm -hmm. there's a typhoon. There's like there's there's things that are happening that we don't want, and so it's just so easy to kind of get caught up in that and be victimy in our lives. And I think when mm -hmm. I finally got at some point, like, oh, yes, bad things or challenging things happen, but I have control over how I see it. I have control over right. how I choose to work with this in the lens that I choose to look at it through. And mm -hmm. that for me, I think that's been the biggest like game changer, biggest breakthrough for me is just that I don't have to be a victim. Whenever I feel like a victim, there's something deeper to look at to unearth that because I'm not a victim and none of us are victims. And so mm. that's been the biggest game changer for me. Yeah. And I believe that breakthrough could probably, or has probably, you know, 
uh, led you to another breakthrough, to another breakthrough. Yeah, to another and they're, they're endless. They're endless. Life is sure. always providing us new opportunities to break through, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice, nice. And I believe you're, you're one of the few, few people I know, uh, Mel, to be honest with you, um, that really knows how to com communicate that well. And you could easily try and tap people's emotions in. So mm -hmm. I know that you're really doing good and well uh, with your business. So speaking about business, I mean, let's talk about good at you, your company. Yeah. Good at you. <laughs> How did you come up with a name? I know. I don't even know. I've been told by some people, like, that's not really a good business name. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll explore that someday. But I originally, I just, I, did, I chose good at you because... Um, it's like learning how to be good at yourself. And mm. I feel like if we walk around in life and we're not doing, we're not good at ourselves, we don't know how to navigate upsets and challenges and communicate True. and own our feelings, then we're just, life is going to be so much more challenging. Our relationships will be more challenging. So it's really about doing the inner work so you can have healthier relationships on the outside and just be a happier person. Nice. Nice. And that's also the concept behind that, right? The name itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. One thing which is unique, I, I don't know about some people, maybe, maybe let's say 10, 15 years ago, yeah. this name could probably not stand out, you know, yeah. you know, when it comes to SEO and stuff. Yeah. Man, this at this day and age is really outstanding. It could stand out. Oh, good. Well, maybe there's For sure, it's unique. a name. It's so it Just will literally leave a mark. Sometimes I think it sounds, it's confusing. It's like good at you. I mean, I get the meaning, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know how it lands. There's so much positive in it, to tell you honestly. The word good and yeah. you. Yeah. You take that as a positive. Yeah. Um, and when right. people try to, when, when, when people visit your site and, you know, check it out, um, automatically they, they can see and sense that positive vibe in and uh, just by looking and staring at it could, could literally mean so much for some, mm, uh, you know, like cool. someone like me, for example, um, I'm yeah. a big believer of that. So it's really nice. And mm. yeah, I mean, how, how's, how's it going with the pandemic? I mean, I know in California, it's been crazy there. Um, how's the pandemic been treating you, uh, as far as business is concerned, yeah, exactly. you can't meet people face to face right now. Yeah, well, and I, it's been actually really good. I mean, I haven't, I, it hasn't really changed my business. I think, if anything, people are m more hungry for connection mm -hmm. because everyone's told to stay at home and not interact. And so, <laughs> for those people that are single and they're at home and they're seeing all their friends are married and coupled and they've got a little tribe with them they feel mm. more lonely and so they're more inspired to do the work so that they can bring in a partner but yeah, yeah. it's a different world dating is different you know there's so many questions with you know social distancing and how do we do it yeah. safely and, and all of that but I yeah. mean, shit like that could be a big problem, especially in the name dating niche. I know, right? But you really, I think the cool thing is you really have to trust. Like, if you are try, if you are going to be safe, um, it's really about being discerning with who you're with. Like, do you really mm -hmm. trust this person to get closer to them? Do you, you know, like mm -hmm. feeling their energy, trusting your intuition? I think. Do you think that's one of the maybe advantages you can say? I think totally. Like having to go slower and tune in to how you feel about this person more versus jumping in. I think people are having more, you know, Skype, FaceTime, whatever. Yeah. First, so you're getting someone's vibe. And I think it leads to more emotional intimacy because you're having to get to know each other. You're not going to the movie theater to mm, watch yeah. movie. <laughs> you're not, you're not doing activities in the same way. So you're kind True. of stuck with actually just having to get to know the person. Yeah, straight up. I mean, which somehow this day and age could be pretty, pretty rare. And because of the pandemic, a lot of things has changed. Like what yeah. you said, having to go to movie theaters, dining out, you know, yeah, it's, it's impossible to do that right now. And how could you freaking date someone you like at a distance? <laughs> yeah, it happens. you know, it, it absolutely happens. And 
I think, you know, but you're like cultivating relationships more on the internet first and mm. video and then moving it into real life. But yeah, there's a lot of amazing couples that are coming from this time period. Nice. I think divorces are happening and people are realizing this is not the person I want to be with. And a lot of great relationships are being born. True, true. Pretty interesting there. And uh, hold on here. We, we got a couple of comments here. Just gonna try and share this with you. Uh, we have one from Arvin Lee. So far, the only thing I'm doing is keeping this distance since I still can't figure out how to really deal with it. <laughs> oh, really now, huh? As far as I know you, uh, I think you're one of the smartest person I know. Uh, you're pretty much active in social media too, but Arvin, come on. Uh, I don't know if you live by my rule, but once again, once I see someone negative or you know really really toxic, um, totally run away. It's um, yeah. one of the things that I always do. But if I if I could somehow seem well within the mediocre side, um, I'll try to get the positives out of it uh, because you, for one, as a person, you'd be able to gauge things out by the way. How the people reacts, communicates, uh, you know, shows emotions and stuff like that. So, but Arvin, best of luck to you. I know you'll make it, <laughs> right? We got one here from Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Good morning to you. Uh, we have one from Phoebus. Phoebus, good morning. Here. Oh, the hearts. Good morning. So, guys, keep keep those com comments coming, and we're, we're gonna be, uh, you know, going through through your comments later in the show. But, I mean, Mel, um, again, I don't know if I've how many times I've said this over, but I really appreciate you being here with me, jamming uh, on my podcast, right? So, I mean, any final words for people that are stuck right now, you know, dealing with toxic people? What advice can you probably give them? Mm, honor yourself. Like if you are putting up with someone who's toxic and you're kind of hoping you can skirt around it and push it out and deal with it, but then go back to your life, it doesn't work that way. Like toxic people will just seep into your whole being and take your energy. They'll just, they're like, you know, vampires just sucking good energy out of you. And you think that you maybe can deal with it, but it's, you know, when you're laying in bed at night and you're trying to sleep, it's like, it's always there, you know? And so I think really honoring yourself, like, is this a relationship that I want to have in my life? And if it's not, then really looking at, well, what is holding me back from taking this person out of my life? Like, what are the fears coming up for me about taking this person out and, um, and having a strong boundary here. And I think that's the area to look is what is the resistance and what is fueling that resistance? And when you can work with that, mm -hmm. then you're free, you know? But until you do that inner work and figure out why you're staying in it, mm -hmm. um, you can't be free, you're stuck in it. So I think that's that's the area to focus on. Yeah, appreciate you for that. One thing which is interesting for me, though, um, you know, Mel, I've I've always wanted to go to the to the states. Mm. I wanted to experience how you know the real dream is. Yeah. I want to want to go there. But I want to ask you this: with us Filipinos, we have a very strong family ties. Mm. To be honest with you, and I'm I'm not sure if you've heard you know any historical facts about you know our culture here. Um, no just really came off the bat what if that toxic people is maybe a relative or a direct relative uh, that you have yeah for, for us here in our country it's it is pretty tough to eliminate or you know yeah step back from those how do you americans do that yeah well it's it's rough i mean and i don't know i i think listen when you have a toxic person in your family Hands down, it is rough. Like it is, it, that's hard, especially when you live somewhere and the the family ties, everyone's super close and super yeah. connected. I can see that being really challenging. Um, and I think, I mean, you've got two options. Well, you've actually got more, but you can, 
you can, you know, remove yourself from interacting with that person one-on-one -on -one and pull your, and like set a boundary with that person, lovingly mm -hmm. set a boundary. Um, or it's also setting a boundary with them, but also I think it's, it's important to work on your mindset and the way that you are seeing that toxic person. So if they're in your family, I think a lot of mm -hmm. times we get tweaked out because we think that their behavior is against us. Like they're doing this thing to me. And um, I think it's just important to tune into yourself and seeing it differently. Like this person is wounded. That's why they're behaving this way. This person is hurt. This person is sad. This person has low self-esteem. That's why mm -hmm. they're acting that way. And almost instead of um, thinking that they're negative and focusing on negative energy, almost sending them love, like from your heart, just wishing that person well, almost just shooting, imagine like shooting love at, at them. Yeah, I just could imagine that. Holding your space and like almost like you're in a little white light bubble, like you're surrounded mm -hmm. by this protective layer of white light. And when you go into a family event or you're around that person, you feel this shield around you and you literally just send good energy because you know that they are suffering and you focus on the people that you love and that you connect with and just have a healthy boundary, a lot of love. You know, I think that that's, that's one way to deal with it. Right. I'm going to take your word. I'm going to take yeah. it. I need that, I think, right now. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's hard. like, listen, it is super challenging. You know, if you're in a situation you can't get out, it's it is totally. I mean, if, if it's also coming from a direct uh, relative, um, it's pretty hard. Uh, so, yeah. maybe what I'm getting from you, it really doesn't matter if you're American, if you're Filipino per se, uh, it the culture really doesn't matter. Um, if I'm getting you right, yeah, set a boundary for yourself and give some love because those people might really need those. They need it the it most. Could be, it <laughs> could be a, a result of maybe with some anger, insecurities, or whatnot, yeah, trauma, and they're like, whatever's coming up, but yeah, like trying to get it into the best place energetically because when we're angry, and I've had this experience before with family member, you know, like where I feel. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're really just their energy. And <laughs> I had to really do a lot of work within myself to just hold my ground, put myself in a little bubble and have good energy and limit the amount of time that I have engagement with them one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And maybe not just through, you know, uh, physical communication, maybe through, Social media too. Uh, yeah, social media. There, in my life, I just I muted them on social media, so I don't <laughs> see their you know their stuff because it just doesn't feel good. I don't want to interact with them. Yeah. Or them just imagine. Them. I mean, you know, waking up in the morning, coming from a good walk or jog, right? Trying to sip a cup of coffee, scroll to your newsfeed, and all you see are freaking negative stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs> in your face. We, yeah. No. 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 We have. We have so much control over who we let in, and we have so True. many. True, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so and why not? Why suffer if you can, right? right. If, if there's a way, right? And there's it's all way. for the betterment of yourself. Totally. <laughs> all right, amazing, Mel. I mean, Mel, any final words that you can probably throw for people? I mean, aspiring funnel builders doing the same stuff that I do. And uh, for freelancers in general, because I know that you've worked with tons of uh, maybe a couple of freelancers in the past, uh, you know, especially in this pandemic uh, situation that we're all in. Um, any word of advice that you can give away? Yeah. And in any specific area or just in general? No, I think just in general. Yeah. In general. General, I freaking love y'all. <laughs> I think it's so anyone that's working in this realm and you're doing your own thing, it's just, it's the best and it takes a lot of work and energy. But um, I think for me, what comes up is just making sure you have balance in your life mm -hmm. and that work doesn't take over everything where you lose that, that balance. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's easy to lose ourselves in the work we do. And I know for me, like that, it's been easy for me. I get sucked into working all the time and uh, 
and just making sure you're taking time for yourself, doing what you love outside of work and really honoring yourself in terms of who you're working with, who mm -hmm. you let into your life and being really mindful about that. Oh shit, man. I should have contacted you way, way before. Um, I had that issue literally. I don't know if you've seen a couple of my posts, but you know, I've, I've been, uh, I've, I've had issues with, with my health. Um, it was due because of myself being too overworked, uh, you know, stress eating. I yeah. became obese and shit like that, but I was able to correct it. Um, it, it was really a definite pain, <laughs> you know, trying mm -hmm. to lose weight, uh, gaining my sugar level go down. Um, uh, yeah, but you're yes, definitely comfort, right. comforting comfort food and all of that stuff. Yeah. I haven't, for some reason, I'm not seeing your post. I'll have to look at my settings. You may have muted me somehow. <laughs> no, I haven't muted you. You're not toxic. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the health problem, that stuff's real. It's like, and I know I, I total burnout. So I, I get it. Was. I mean, it, it came from, from different few reasons why, why I ended up to be, uh, to be having to endure this uh, freaking situation I've been through. Because, you know, uh, February this year, my, my dad passed away. Right. So after the, you know, the burial and stuff like that, you know, family gatherings here and there, uh, my wife, Macy, and I decided to really want to take a quick vacation, just trying to refresh myself emotionally and all the craziest things I've been through. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. So I had no choice. I had no choice but to stay at home. Wow. Yeah. Man. And then what happened was that instead of, you know, because I'm still mourning with my dad passing away. So yeah. I had no diversion. So what I did is that when, you know, tons of invites came in, uh, took on more projects I could probably take uh, from my workload. Yeah. So I was working like 18, 20 hours in a day. So wow. to surpass and survive that day, I had to eat. And imagine this meal. I have to, I eat like six meals a day. <laughs> Small and ones, big ones. <laughs> exactly. So I was stress eating. I, and it I came for, for, for a few months. And then when I suddenly decided, to, when I kind of like stared myself, you know, at the mirror, and what the hell happened to my body now? <laughs> So I had myself checked, uh, went through a uh, blood cam, yeah. uh, found out about the results, and guess what? Everything was so above normal. So sugar levels, wow. blood pressure, my liver was hit. So it was really alarming. And I, I, and I said to myself, this couldn't be happening to me. I'm so young to be, you know, to be suffering this. So yeah, you're right. I mean, for freelancers like myself, um, yeah, love your work. Enjoy working. Yeah. But again, you're going to need to balance life somehow. So. Yeah, taking care of yourself. Like, take the weekend off or, you know, like, allow yourself to Which do I didn't do, Mel. Yeah, I hear you. Me neither. Like, I feel like when you have your own business, it's so easy to just want to work. There's always more to do. So it's like, True. well, again, to me, I'm like, well, this is just a large chunk of time I can work on my business. But yeah. never any rejuvenation. And so yeah, exactly. that's, yeah. I heard it the hard way. So take it from Mel. Uh, yeah. Enjoy working. Uh, appreciate everything that you you're having right now. Yeah. But again, you know, you got to balance everything, man. Um, you can't, you can't do it all. Um, totally. And even if, if, if you're earning way more and your health is affected. Yeah. That, that's the thing. It's like, there's this, it, of course, it's enticing when there's money coming in. It's like, I just want more money coming in. But, but, but then you look at why do I want money? And it's like, we have this idea that well, more money equals happiness. But if we're working all the time, there's no <laughs> happiness. So it's not, you know, it's, it's, it, there's got to be balance. Yeah, seriously, it really hit me so hard. Um, I just literally realized that. Um, yeah, this couldn't go on like this. So yeah. how are you doing now, Jameer? Like, are you taking more time for yourself? And Yeah, uh, 
I did my check. First check was uh, about a month ago. Okay. That's when I realized that I got diabetes. Uh, oh, you know, wow. my blood pressure was so high. Um, yeah, everything in my body was a disaster. Oh, weight was a disaster. But then I took it really, really, really seriously. Uh, I was on medication within a month period of time uh, from 100. I know you guys from the States calculate weight through pounds. Yeah. Uh, here in our country, we do it by kilos. Oh, no. So we go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at 103 kilos when I okay. did my first check. And then when I, it was just yesterday, actually, I went back to the doctor, got myself checked. Everything went back to normal. And it dropped from 103 to 94 kilos. Oh, my God. Yay. In a span of a month. That was really, really, I never really imagined I could be doing that. But I was really motiva motivated, uh, you know, to better myself. I, I quit drinking. Wow. Um, I disciplined myself with the, the food I eat. So from yeah. six meals a day, dropped to three meals now. Which was really hard again. <laughs> yeah, you were in that pattern of eating in a yeah, certain way. I mean, it was really drastic, but I got to do what I got to do. So, yeah. yeah, totally. So that's totally. going to be one of the biggest takeaways for all you folks out there listening to this. Take <laughs> care of your health. God damn it. Money could just really be there, man. Um, but it's yeah. not your total happiness. It's about your health. So keep at it. So, Mel, <clears throat> again, thank you so much for your words, okay? And let's promote your stuff, I mean, with good at you. And you can't deny this because I know that you're doing great with your business. I get notified through my email every time. I don't know. I forgot to delete my email every time sales notification oh, comes in. <laughs> you can't deny that. I, I'm, I'm getting that. Oh, wow, Mel's doing great. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> So what's keeping you busy right now? And I mean, what are the things that you're engaged or, you know, uh, getting into right now? Yeah, well, I've been I've been working with a coach and just working on, you know, how to get the word out more about what I'm doing so I can serve more people. So right now, focusing on getting Facebook ads together and um, looking at adding some new things into my group coaching program and just trying to find, you know, I've been on social media a bit more than I have been and kind of playing mm -hmm. that. So always trying to kind of look at how can I expand? How can I grow? Um, how can I support more people? So that's really the, where the really focus all about is. helping people. Yeah. Money will come in. The, the more you help people, money will really come in. Yeah. It's you like when you're doing really what you love and you're coming from like, how can I serve you? I yeah, feel like exactly. that should be the mindset always. Totally. Absolutely. Exactly. And guys, um, I'm going to be dropping uh, the links to uh, Melanie's program and the site. Of course, if you're someone who's interested to, you know, working with uh, Melanie, uh, you can definitely try and, you know, uh, visit the site and the programs uh, she's in. And guys, you know, if you want to get a good grasp of positive vibes, coaching you personally, Melon is definitely a girl that you can contact. That's sweet. Awesome, awesome, Mel. So I know. Oh wow. Um, I don't know. We're we're way past more than thirty minutes, I suppose. I know. Yeah. It was a, it was a good it was a good run, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hanging out with me. It was really fun. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you reached out. It's so nice to connect with you. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. We, we connect good together. So I, I really wanted you to be here. And uh, knowing what you do, your profession, and how you help people out, you know, I felt like we really needed to discuss this topic that we're talking about now. Because yeah. um, everybody's facing this, especially with this pandemic going on. Yeah. Um, you can see a lot of complainers out there, Mel. So... Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. And the it political is, climate is here. It's going to be a good wake-up call for, for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of complaining. So, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you again for being here. And once again, let's try and wrap up the show because I know that you're you're just right about – what time are you in right now? Pacific 10, time. Oh, Pacific – yeah. So it's 10 – almost 10, 15 a.m. here. Yeah. 10 in the morning – 
something to that nature. And it's going to still going to be a long day for you ahead. Is it long? So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, it'll be. This is perfect. I'm so glad to have this morning chat with you. Yeah, it's going to pump up your day. Yeah, it is. On with your day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mel, thank you so much for being here. And let's wrap, let's wrap it up. Once again, guys, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been a great, great pleasure and honor to be, you know, um, having you joining us on our show today. This is Jameer Angelo, nothing but up the podcast, and I'll see you on our next episode. Peace, y'all. I'm always flexing. Thanks for tuning in. Download this episode and pass on the news. Hit like and subscribe. Watch out for our next episode coming out next. Coming out next. Coming out next.